Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. I know I usually don't play lyrics with the word because you know Facebook be blocking and YouTube and all these other platforms. But it was just in my spirit that I wanted to hear some words today. I didn't want to just hear some instrument of the songs, but I wanted to hear the words like, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Like that song, you can't go wrong with that song. Like that song right there, do something in a room of, of grateful people. And um, I'm glad to be here. I'm grateful to be here with all that's going on in the world. Like it, I'm grateful to be here all tonight as I am every night. I'm glad that I've been chosen by God. Like I don't take it for granted. Um, I, I know that I'm not supposed to be the person that I am, but because of who God is and who he has chosen, um, it just is what it is. So I'm grateful. My heart is always grateful. Um, it's the month of november we're here if i haven't told you today welcome to east talk i am your sis mikey um and i'm glad to be here i'm glad um it's the month of november and as we close out this year uh, we have two more months we're like literally a month and a half away for the new year and i cannot close this year out without without gratitude gratefulness um a lot of us have lost loved ones this year a lot of us have gone through some traumatic experiences a lot of us are experiencing now traumatic things done and so i just wanted to bring a different tune to tell god thank you i want to reciprocate unto him uh, not just with the with my lips but with the posture of my heart that i'm really really grateful I'm grateful to be alive. I don't know about you, but I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful for another yet an opportunity. Um, somebody didn't get up this morning. Somebody um, didn't get to say hello to their kids. Their kids didn't get to see their mother. Like there are so many things that I can sit up on here and tell you what I'm grateful for. Um, and so that's one of the things that we want to talk about. Now, our topic is saying I'll be the one. I'll be the one when nobody else is giving God praise, when nobody else is thanking him, I'll be the one. And it's reminding me of a story in the book of Luke when it talks about the 10 lepers. Um, it was 10 um, men that had leprosy and they and Jesus was passing by um, uh, by Samaritan Galilee. And he came across this certain village. Right. And I'm already into the actual um, topic already talking um but he passed through and um the bible says that when they saw jesus passing through the bible says um and we're in the book of luke right so if you some of us know the book of luke uh well of the story about the leprosy but it's in the book of luke it's in the 17 chapter stories at the 11 verse and the bible says that when jesus was passing through he he some leopards uh, lifted up their voices 
and says, Jesus, master, have mercy on me. And now, if you don't know anything about leprosy in that time, let me just school you real, real quick on leprosy. Leprosy was a visible disease that destroyed the body. Like you could literally see um, the disease eating up and decaying the body. That what leprosy was. But leprosy was also a, um, it served as a symbol for sinfulness, right? And so if we look in the world today, and I tell people this all the time, there's some sickness don't have anything to do with sin but a lot of sickness in our bodies and a lot of things that we go through is due to our own sinful nature our sinfulness and so the bible says that these people had these guys had leprosy and and, and leprosy was shown on the outside not only that but leprosy was also very contagious very contagious and so the when you talk about leprosy leprosy had you couldn't be in social you can't be around people that didn't have it otherwise they will catch it so um jesus meeting his leprosy let me tell you one thing it's not common it wasn't com common for jesus to run up on or to the leprosy uh lepers to run up on jesus this wasn't a common thing because remember they are always ostracize they are always like uh placed in another place where they was not in the social uh uh environment and so um sometimes your encounter with jesus won't always be common some things that you're going to go through in life and i'm just going to make this a parallel with our life sometimes because sometimes you, some things that you go through is not like everybody else it's not common it's not something that everybody have to go through and I, and sometimes when we go through things that's not common we feel lonely we feel like we're by ourselves and the bible says that that these men had leprosy and they cried out with a voice uh, um not only that but um People couldn't touch people with leprosy. Like you, you couldn't, like it was very contagious, as I said. Um, but they heard that Jesus was passing through. And the thing that I want people to understand, you don't even know how Jesus is gonna pass through. Sometimes he might be on the podcast, sometimes he might be in a grocery store, sometimes he might be your neighbor that you don't talk to. Sometimes it it, it your encounter with, with Jesus would be in a car. Sometimes it's at church. I'm not gonna always point things at the church because you can meet Jesus anywhere. But if you heard that Jesus is passing by, if you discern that Jesus is passing by, let me encourage you on today to raise your voice. The Bible said that they use their voice. Let me tell you something in time of chaos, in time of trouble, even in sinful things, even when things are not right, even in sickness, even in things where every walk of life, your voice is going to be important. How you choose to use your voice is going to be very important. It's going to be very important how the outcome of your situation or your circumstances uh, become with your voice. I come to stop by tonight to tell you that your voice is important. Don't let nobody tell you that your voice is not important. I don't care how many people say you're the black sheep of the family. I don't care what you did in your lifetime. I don't care what happened and what came out of it. Your voice is important to Jesus. Jesus tells us in this text, he shows us in this text that our voice is important. The Bible says when he heard them lift up their voice and they said, Jesus, master, have mercy on me. And he, when he saw them, because the only way that he was going to be able to see them is that he had to hear them first. That's why your voice is important. Use your voice. Use what God has given you. I don't care what they tell you that you cannot do. See, we have this 
this we have this this religious perspective that it got to be a certain way and they have you got to do it a certain way you got to say it a certain now when you hear jesus is passing by use your voice speak to him it is it it is imperative that we have communication with him and that we open our mouth and we declare because you don't know see they open their mouth just for him to have mercy but one of these people in this text gonna change only because they open their mouth it says they lift up their voice and they said jesus master have mercy on me and when he saw them he said unto them go show yourself to the priest now that's kind of confusing to some people that it's bible readers that know about reading the bible right so when we read the bible we understand that jesus is the high priest and we just heard that jesus literally told the lepers the, the the lepers to go show themselves to the priest now back in those days the priest uh responsibility or uh, they went to the priest because he was the one that gave the okay that they were cleansed and we know nowadays that jesus is our high priest we don't have to go through no priest we don't have to go through nobody else to get to him but we have an, a, a relationship with him where we can go directly to Jesus Christ and have this relationship where he can cleanse us. But in this text, they had to go. The, the custom was to go to the priest and the priest it was to look at them and declare them to be clean. But the Bible says. And one of them. Now, let me go back. It said when they when he saw them, this is Jesus. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show us, go show yourself unto the priest and it came to pass that as they went they were cleansed not only is your voice important but your obedience is important your obedience is important now right now everybody's on the same accord everybody's doing the same thing they all raised their voice and then they all went the bible said as they went they were cleansed and so somebody needs to know today when God give you instructions to do something, you just do it. You don't have to ask no questions. You ain't got to worry about what the outcome going to be. Just do what he said, because out of their obedience, because they went. The Bible said they were cleansed as they go, as you continue to praise God, you're going to be delivered. As you continue to praise God, you're going to be healed. As you continue to raise your voice, you're going to be healed. As you continue, God is going to make a way. As you continue, God is going to provide a way. As you continue, he's going to be bread when you're hungry and water when you're thirsty. As you continue, if you keep go, if you keep going, if you keep going in the direction of where Jesus is telling you to go, eventually things going to change for you. The Bible says that one of them it says when one, all it takes is one. All it takes is one. The topic today, I'll be the one. How many of us are willing to be the one? When the one saw that he was healed, the Bible said he turned back. He realized that the high priest that he needed was there all along. He understood that Jesus had did something that nobody else could do. Some of us in some circumstances and some situations in our life right now that only Jesus can get us out of. Only Jesus can heal. Only Jesus can deliver. Only Jesus can provide. Only Jesus. And so the Bible says as he saw that he was healed, he turned back. And with a loud voice glorifying God, 
We have to get to a point. If don't nobody give God glory but us, we'll be the one. I'm the one that give him glory. I'm the one that lifted up and saying, praise is what I do when I'm going through. Y'all remember that song? I don't need no help telling how grateful I am for all the things that God has done for me. So we got to learn how to lift up our voice. And then we need to learn how to move in obedience to God. And as we do those things, the Bible says that, in other words, God will reciprocate. The more we give back to God, the more he give back to us. The more we open our mouth and declare some things and ask God for some things, the more he give back to us. So you see, this is a reciprocation of what we what, what we did and what God did back to us. And then what we did again and what God did back to us. The Bible says he turned back with a loud voice, glorifying God. I know that a lot of us are going through some very difficult situations and circumstances in our life, but I know there is something that you can glorify God. There is something, if you got up this morning, that's a miracle. If you was able to tie your own uh, shoes, that's a miracle. If you was able to drive, that's, if you can see, that was a miracle. If you're able to walk, that is a miracle. I don't think that we really understand what it, what we have available to us. We're so caught up in what we are going through or what condition we're in that we forget that there's a miracle being performed right before our eyes. And we don't have the decency or the mindset to say thank you. The Bible said that he glorified God. What are some things that you can glorify God in your life right now? We're at the end of the year. If you made it through the end of the year, baby, let me tell you something. You got a lot of things to thank God for. You got a lot of things to give glory for. If you made it, if you did, if you made it through this year and you didn't lose your mind, you need to give God glory today. If you made it through this year and you wasn't sick in your body and you didn't, you weren't sick unto death, you need to glorify God. If your children are still alive and well and doing well, you need to glorify God. If you have the activities of your limb and you're able to get up from chairs and, and, and couches and, and, and workspaces and all this other kind of stuff, you need to glorify God. The, the thing is, is that we lose our perspective and we don't know what to glorify. We don't know what miracles look like. If you say today, if you are saved today and God pulled you up out of the bottomless pit, it's a miracle. You didn't save yourself. Nobody else had you in mind. Nobody else was thinking about you. While you was on your way to hell, it was a savior named Jesus Christ that pulled you up out of a hellish situation and saved your soul. That's a miracle. That's the reason why he glorified God. Because he realized that what Jesus had just done in his life, nobody else had the capability to do what Jesus had done. If you look in your life right now and you see that nobody else had the capability to do what Jesus done in your life, you ought to give him glory you don't need no crowd to do that this thing become personal after god start healing and delivering us it become personal our, our praise become personal i can't tell god what he did for somebody else because i can't tell it like they can tell it but i can tell what he's done for me i can tell you how he saved me how he found me out in my own vomit on my own sinful situation and how he cleansed me and washed me he, he made me whole and made me a better person i can't tell what they did but i can tell you my story i can tell you how he kept my mind how he regulated my mind how he gave me my mind back how he came after me when I turned my back on him, I can tell you those things. And because I know that it was nobody but God to do that, I will forever be the one giving him glory. I will always be the one giving God glory. I know it's not popular. I know this is not something 
things that people some people praise him but don't everybody don't give him the glory that that means that everything that has happened in my life is only because of god only because of god the bible says and he fell down on his feet on his face at his at jesus feet giving him thanks and he was a samaritan it was important that we understood that this where this man was like he was in a group of, of, of men that had leprosy right and he was a samaritan meaning that the other people had to be jews right so he was in a group of people that never let me that never ever would have accepted him outside of his condition let me say that again he was with a group of jews that would have never accepted him outside of his condition there's a lot of us right now, and I'm going to talk about it because, you know, God had given me some stuff on that part right there. But I want to stay on the gratitude. But I just want to put this nugget right here. Listen, there are going to be some people that are only around you because y'all share the same type of sickness. They're the only reason why them people around you. The Bible said he was Samaritan. He didn't have no business with the Jews because the Jews did not mess with Samaritan. Samaritan was beneath him. But God has a way to, to let everybody know in this walk of life, it don't matter who you are. At some level, you're going you're gonna to realize you're just like somebody else. Death don't have no name on it. Sickness don't have no name on it. Losing your mind, mental illness don't have no name on it. And sometimes God will let, allow us to be in a situation with people that would never accept us outside our condition. The Bible says, and Jesus said unto him, were there not 10 cleansed? That's what Jesus is saying to us today. Because a lot of us go to church and we grumble and we complain. And we never take out the time to look what he's really done in our life to say thank you. And you'll have a couple just really pure, from a pure place praising God. Thanking him for all the things that only he can do. He asked a question because there's an expectation for us to give God glory. There's an expectation for us to say, thank you, God, for all the things that you've done. There's an expectation for us to go back to a God that uh, if he hadn't done it, it wouldn't be done. There's an expectation. Not only do we need to use our voice. Not only do we need to walk in obedience. Not only do we need to be the one to say thank you. But there's an expectation on us to give God glory. Being the one means that I'm going to have to separate. They, they was really grouped in. But when that person saw that he was new, when he saw that he was brand new, because leprosy again, it destroyed your outer. But when he seen that he looked different, the Bible says when you become say you look new, your hands look new. He saw a physical change. But that was a spiritual change taking place because it takes the spirit of God to give reference to the spirit of God. I hope somebody get that. Because he prays himself, the spirit that lives in us, prays the spirit of God that lives in like it's one. He's giving glory to himself <laughs> in other words, but he uses us to give glory to himself because he lives in us. Will you be the one that will give God thanks? Will you be the one to turn back? Will you be the one to tell God I, nobody else could do this? 
And especially if you wasn't chosen. Samaritan people was not chosen people. It wasn't, they wasn't. They was looked down on. But when God do something to you, do something for you that has never been done, let me tell you something. Real gratefulness, real thankfulness will separate you from other people. The Bible said he was the only one that turned back. Nobody else turned back. Will you be the one that turned back when your friends and the people that you didn't got accustomed to? Will you turn back? Will you be the only person praising God if you had to by yourself? Because this journey with Jesus Christ is a individual. We do some things collectively, but ultimately your personal relationship with Jesus Christ is an individual thing. Will you be the one? It's a choice. They had choices. And you have to understand that the Jews were supposed to be religious people. I think that's the problem. We're too religious. We don't have a relationship. We think that we can say things and quote scriptures and that's going to make us look good before God. But let me tell you something. When God does something to you and you don't give thanks, it reveals who you really are. What happened to this man? He just couldn't keep it to himself. He said if it had not been for Jesus, he, he wouldn't look different. He knew that it was only that it was only Jesus who did it. He knew that uh, in Jesus, he, uh, he, his mercy was found in them. Jesus allowed him to see that mercy was found in them. The mercy was when they cried out and said, Lord, have mercy on me. He gave them mercy. It was his love that saved them. The Bible said that, that, that we're not consumed because his compassion fell or not. His love for us fails not. But if we lose, use our voice, he can hear us and he can answer us. His word changed them. The Bible said he told them, go show yourself. All he have to do is speak a word in our life. Will you be the only one that give him, will you be the one that give him praise for nobody else? The Bible says his word changed them. As they went, they were being changed. And his power released them. It was the power of the authority that he gave them to go that released them. And his grace sustained them. The man said, I looked at myself and I look new. I don't look the same. I don't feel the same. And I cannot stand back and not turn back to tell you thank you. Some of us ain't told God thank you all year long. We've been complaining about this. But he's always made a way. Yes, you didn't have all the things that you wanted or that you feel like you needed. But you ain't lost nothing. You ain't lost nothing. He always found a way. The only time you would have failed to, uh, to thank God is when your heart not right. If you're not thanking God in your life right now, you need to check your heart. Is something wrong with your heart? And let me tell you something. When you go back to give, it's, there is a blessing in store for us when we give. The Bible, you, we've seen the song, praises go up and blessings come down. There is something in store for you when you have a grateful heart. When you're telling God, thank you thankful when you're thankful and you're telling god thank you the bible says when this man turned back jesus answered said were there not ten cleansed but were were the nine there are not found to return to give glory to god save this stranger and he said unto him arise go thy way thy faith have made thee whole it takes faith to give God thanks in bad circumstances. It takes it takes faith to be the only person that's praising God. It takes faith to be the only one that's glorifying God, that's giving him the glory, that's thanking him for all the things that he did, that he did for and just thanking God for what he didn't allow to happen. 
Not just all the things that he that he already done or he's doing, but just thanking God what he didn't allow to happen. Even now, as I speak, there are entities, there are spirits wanting to take our lives. But God has got angels camped all around us, protecting us as we go throughout our day, not even knowing the assignment that's on our life to kill us, to steal from us, to take from us. And yet we don't have a grateful heart. Yet we don't have Thanksgiving up in our hearts to tell God, thank you. Sometimes you got to be the only one. I will not miss Jesus. I wouldn't, I won't meet Jesus for other people. I don't care what we have in common. I have chosen to be the only one. If there's nobody else that's going to give God praise, I'll be the only one. I'll be the one to tell him you're a good God. You're a kind God and you're a merciful God. You never forsake me. You never left me by myself. Even when I was in trouble, you came and rescued me. Even when I was in sin, you delivered me. You healed me. You taught me. You showed me in a way to go. I'll be the one when nobody else do. I'll be the one to turn around and give you glory and tell you if it wasn't for you, I would not be healed. I'll be the one to tell you thank you for saving my children. God is looking for us. It's an expectation for God. keeping us all year long for us to turn back around and give him the glory will you be the one today will you stop complaining would you stop talking about what you've gone through just enough to give God glory because it's one thing about it you can't give him glory and be in misery at the same time you can't when you start thanking God when your thanksgiving is going to outweigh the circumstances that you're in and then you're going to realize that they're not as bad as you think they are. And in the process of it, in the process of it, God said that his faith was made him whole. In the process of you giving God thanks, God is going to do something that you've been expecting. He's going to exceed your expectation, as a matter of fact, because he was just looking to get leprosy removed. But God said, I'm going to make you whole today. And that's what he did for the leprosy. There's an expectation for us to give God glory. God expect us. Jesus asked the question, not just to, not because he didn't know the answer. It's an expectation of, of us to give him glory because it belongs to him. All the glory belongs to him. So as we go through these holidays, we're down to the last two months of the year. Find a way to give God glory every day, every single day. I promise you, I promise you, as you be the one to give God glory, you won't be able to soak in your misery. You won't be able to soak in your circumstances. You won't be able to cry, cry and not get, and be depressed because you can't do both at the same time. If you're thanking him, you can't be sad about it. You're going to be grateful. And so as we go through the last two, two months of this year, find everything that you're grateful for and begin to give God glory for your life. We have so many things. God has brought us out of two years of a pandemic. Some people didn't make it. I have two aunties that didn't make it. But because of God and his goodness, it could have been all of us gone. But because of his grace and his mercy have kept us, we are here. And while we're here, we're going to give him glory because my angels them are okay. They know Jesus. They with him. They giving him glory now. And while we're here, while he's allowed us to be here, we're going to give him glory. 
find something to be grateful for. We have so many things to be grateful for. I know times are hard. We're struggling financially. We're struggling in our homes. We're struggling with our children. We're struggling. But there are so many things that we can give God thanks for. He has brought us a mighty way. He has kept us all year long. There are so many things. Baby, you're going to have to go back down memory lane. You're going to have to reevaluate your circumstance and realize that it was only God that kept you. We're dealing with miracles every single day day and don't even recognize them at miracles because our perspective has been taunted by life and we can't allow that we cannot allow our perspective be taunted by life because life will tell you you're not going to make it life will tell you that it's your time is up life will tell you that your children are going to be destroyed but if you refuse to believe the report of this world and tap into Thanksgiving and begin to take, thank God that your kid's still alive and you, you're grateful because every day they get to be alive is another day of hope that God will save them. I don't know who I'm talking to and I don't know who needs to hear this, but God says, if you begin to thank him for what, did, what he didn't allow to happen to them or in your life or your circumstances or your children, whatever it is that you're going through in life, God said, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you with something that you ain't even expecting because this lepers, he wasn't expecting to be just, uh, uh, he, he was just only expecting to be healed. He wasn't expecting to be whole. God is ready to say that when you read about this and you break down what wholeness mean means to be saved, God is ready to save us out of some circumstances that only he can do. He's ready to save us out of some sickness. He's ready to save us out of some sinful situations, some unequally yoked relationships that we don't have no business in, that we didn't got yoked up in. He's willing and ready and able to save us, but we got to give him the glory. We got to thank him for all that he's done. Let me tell you something. God is a God that reciprocates. When you give back to him, he can't, you, he'll give back to you. I was, I was brought up in church that you can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. When you think you can give more, God will double that. Give God thanks and see how he changed your life. Give him thanks for all the things that he kept from you and how he pulled you out and how he saved you and how he delivered you and how he healed you, how he brought your children back to the fold, how he, how they was caught up in a dark pit and he brought them back. Begin to thank God. We got so much to be grateful for. Don't look at all this tangible stuff, all this stuff that's going to fade away, but start looking at the spiritual perspective. We get so caught up in this tangible stuff. The stuff that can be destroyed by water and fire. But it's the spiritual things that this world can't touch. And if we tap up into that, God will do some things that we're not even expecting. Yes, we came from healing, Lord God, but we want to be whole. That's all I have tonight. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for wanting to hear me. Hear Thank you for just um, being consistent and being supportive always. I am grateful. I do not take it for granted. I love to talk about Jesus. I love to talk about his word. I love to talk about, I mean, it's just not a talk. This is what, what really happens. Like he really manifests himself. Like I'm like, he really saved me. Like he really healed me. He really delivered me. He really kept my children. He really sustained my mind and gave me my mind back. I'm not just, this is no cliche. This is my real life. He really done these things for me. And I just know that he's wanting to do those things for everybody. He has no respect of person. What he's done for me, he wants to do for you. I hope that you guys be blessed. I hope that you make a personal decision to be that one, honey. Be that one that's going to do it when ain't nobody else doing it. Here. Yeah. And watch God reward you. It's not about the people. It's about your personal relationship. 
this Samaritan said, I'll be the one. And he got more than what he was expecting. If you want more than what you was expecting, be the one. God is wanting you to. He has the expectation for you to be the one. That's all I have on tonight. I hope that this blessed you. Um, I won't see you guys until uh, December the 1st. Um, and that will probably be our last time for this year. It's December the 1st. Um, I'm not for sure what God is going to have me to speak on. Um, I might have a guest. Um and or I might be by myself, but um, I won't see you guys until the, the I don't know if it's December the first, but it's the first Thursday in December. Um, let me double check. It's it is in December, and then I will only be there for that time only. Listen, y'all know that I have a real life, and I have a lot going on like everybody else. So. Um, I will see you. It is December the 1st. So I will see y'all December the 1st. It will be our last time meeting for the year. I do need uh, some time to rest and revamp. I need a um, time to speak to God and, and get on my knees and just seek after him before the new year begin. I need that time um, for God to speak, for God to deliver, for God to heal areas of my life. This has been one of the most healing years that I've had in a long time. And I'm grateful. I pray that y'all are all in connection with God and listen to God to see what he wants you to do for the next year. Um, be um, be consistent. Even if you messed up, there was a lot of stuff on my list that I didn't get a chance to do. Hey, but time is still here. And so it's always an opportunity to get them done. But I stayed consistent the most part of this year. And I had a lot of punches. I took a lot of blows. Um, the enemy was hitting me with all that he had. But thanks be unto God who causes me to triumph, honey. He causes us to triumph. I like it. You you ain't for a strong on me. You might get a lucky punch, but that's it because uh, we fight back. The righteous suffer violence, but the, um, the violence taken back by force. Like we fight back over here. And, and we, we ain't never scared. Even even of the devil, because my big brother Jesus is like right here defending me. Like the angels of heaven got my back and they backing me up. Like I'm that confident. Like I ain't going to be scared um, when you throw your punches. Because I, I, I've been taking licks for a long time. And I've been able to take them, even if they knock me down. But I'm here. And so I'll see y'all December the 1st. Hey, you guys, I love y'all. Have a great Thanksgiving. Be grateful. Take this opportunity to love on one another. Heal your heart so that you can love those ones that you're not speaking to or you don't have a good relationship. Um, be grateful. We got so many things to be grateful. I love y'all. I will see y'all December the 1st. I will be on break um, these next two weeks, uh, which is I took an extra week because I needed um got some stuff moving and going on and I needed that time. I have to have it. So I'll be back December the 1st. And that'll be our last time on East Talk for the year. Listen, I'm going on my third year of East Talk. Hey, walking in obedience to God has been everything. And I am grateful, even if it's just one person. 
I'm still doing what it is that God called me to do. And I know that I'm doing this and what he had me to say. And I know that it lines up with his word. And I'm grateful for people that reach out to me and tell me that it's a blessing for them. I am grateful. I do not take it for granted. Listen, I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Uh, let me pray for you guys. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for just watching over us, keeping us. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. For the gratitude that we have in our hearts, Lord God, we believe, Lord God, that the only reason why we're here is because of you, Lord. We know that we didn't pull ourselves up by our own bootstrap, Lord God, but it was your grace, it was your mercy, and it was your love that brought us through, Father. And we just want to tell you thank you. We thank you for every way that you made this year, Lord God, even when it was difficult. We thank you for the times that you allowed our last to last, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, when things hit us unexpectedly, Lord God, you was there to help us pick up the peace. Lord God, and make it work out for our good, God. We thank you. We thank you for keeping our families, Lord God. All that didn't lose a loved one this year, Lord God, we're grateful, Lord God, for you keeping them, Lord God, for you keeping your angels of protection around them, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your word that has never failed us, will never fail us, Lord God. Your word is alive and well and active in our life, Lord God. We just don't talk about these things, Lord God, but we believe these things. We're saying what you've already said, Lord God, and uh, in heaven, Lord God. These things are already done in heaven, Lord God. And so we say them so they can be manifested on earth, Lord. So we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for not giving up on us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for choosing us to be the one, Lord God. Even when others forsake you, Lord God, when others turn their back, we want to be the one that come back and tell you thank you. Realizing, Lord God, that nobody can do what you can do. Nobody can heal like you can. No one can deliver like you can. No one can set us free like you can. Nobody can love us like you can, Lord God. And so we're grateful on tonight. We're grateful for all the things that you've done, Lord God. We're even grateful for the things that you kept from us, Lord God. We're grateful for the relationship that you tore away from us that wasn't good for our lives, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. At the end of the day, Lord God, you know what's best for our lives. You said the plans to prosper us and not to harm us for a future of hope. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for everything, the things that you've already done in the past, the things that you're doing right now, and the things that you're going to do, Lord God. We have an expectation, Lord God, to meet you with the thanksgiving with thanksgiving in our hearts, just to tell you that we love you, that we, to tell you that we're grateful, that to tell you that we're absolutely thankful that you chose us, Lord God. Out of all the people in the world, you chose us, Lord God, and we're grateful. We give you glory, Lord God, because it belongs to you anyway. We give you honor, Lord God, because it belongs to you. No one get the glory out of our lives. No one get the honor out of our lives because no one was able to do what you've done, Lord God. And so we say thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. If there's anybody that's standing in need on tonight, Lord, we ask that you meet them where they are, Lord God. That you will meet every need of your people, Lord God. You said that I've never seen the righteous forsaken, no, it's seed begging for bread, Lord God. They won't have to beg or, or borrow, Lord God. You're going to make them the head and not the tail in this season, Lord God. In this season, let us understand, Lord God, that our thankfulness is connected to our wholeness, Lord God. And we want to be whole on tonight, Lord God, in every way, whether it's financially, spiritually, mentally, Lord God, emotionally, Lord God. We want to be made whole, Lord God. And so we're going to continue to give you grace, uh, continue to give you thanks thanksgiving and be grateful for all the things that you've done in our life it is in jesus name that we pray and and pray and say amen and thank god amen thank you guys so much for being on here tonight listen i'm
time is far spent. I will see you guys December the 1st. You know how I do it. I will tell you, sis, be wise, have understanding, create your own boldness, and seek your own change. I will see you guys in December. Peace. Love ya.